oh man is this weird for anybody else like this is the the second podcast in what like a week week and a half two weeks i'm not sure how long it's been since the last time i put one out but hey welcome back ladies and gentlemen my name's time for meeting this is anchor this is anchors and entries a rainbow six Siege podcast i was really trying to get myself into a groove there and really tried to get that out nice and clean didn't work though did it <laughs> great but yeah um i'm getting the next podcast out here quickly um we just had the final no wait i think we have one more play day we have one more play day of rain no wait wait <clears throat> wait we have one more right yeah because there's eight teams what am i thinking i don't know why i thought six was the limit we've got like two more play days left in um pro league no one more why am i oh yeah oh my gosh you guys i'm an idiot so there are eight teams but teams don't play themselves so they're not playing eight games they're only playing seven i'm i'm really smart you guys should listen to my opinion on siege things huh oh my gosh anyways we've got one more play day uh left to go in this first half of the season for season 11 i'm here to give you guys once more my opinion on what has happened within the last week we're going to start things off in north america this time and we're going to hop right in at the top of the leaderboard so esl has uh, Dark Zero at the top of the leaderboard, but actually it should be TSM just based off round differential. So I'm going to start with TSM because they're looking absolutely devastating right now. Um, in the past week, they 7-5 Tempo, Tempo Storm and they 7 forward Space Station Gaming, and that was on Bank and Coastline respectively. Uh, Space Station Gaming did not look like their normal selves in that game. They, had, they opened it up well, they started off good, and then TSM just dominated uh from there on out and just basically took complete control of that game and they never let it up they looked absolutely fantastic coming into this geo played really really well but the big obviously the biggest kind of highlight for this team so far this season has been merc he is the most lethal player currently in rainbow succeed by a healthy margin uh, if what Intero was saying, saying on broadcast is true, and I'm pretty sure it is. I did a little bit of research earlier, and yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, he is without a doubt the most lethal player in Rainbow Six Siege. He's absolutely terrifying right now. He is on a heater, and he's backed up by two guys who can frag out on their own of with Achieved and Bolo on that roster. They're both kind of hanging back right now, and they're kind of letting Merc shine because he's got the hot hand. But the truth is, if Bol or if Merc goes cold, Bolo and Achieved, specifically Achieved, can take over matches just as easily as Merc can. So I, I continue to expect, expect this team to be the number one seed. It'll really depend on what happens in their Dark Zero game. They play Dark Zero next, and that'll be their final matchup of... <clears throat> this first half of the season i apologize i'm i'm getting a little sick right now um the only thing i will say dark zeros look good in their past two games so dark zero has not been winning pretty they're currently sitting in second place according to my math not esl's math yeah, i don't know um but they were not winning pretty in their first few games they 7-5 their first game they 6-6 team reciprocity 7-5 7-5 in their next two and that was actually tempo storm and united that's two of the weaker teams right now in pro league <clears throat> but 
But then we get to Evil Geniuses and Luminosity, where DZ proceeded to 7-2 Evil Geniuses and 7-1 Luminosity. An absolutely dominant performance in both of those maps. <clears throat> I would not have been surprised if those had turned into 7-0s, if Dark Zero just had thrown a couple rounds because they had some rounds to throw, so they tried some pocket strats. Those games, in my opinion, could have easily ended 7-0. Um, it just looks like DZ kind of let up off the uh, pedal for a little bit. Standout performer from this roster, really, I don't know if there's been like one solid standout performer. Hot and Cold's doing a great job on the supports right now. He's being an incredible Goga, and <clears throat> he's playing fantastically because of that. So he's looked really good. Skies has looked good since he's been brought onto the roster. It took some kind of time for him to um, get used to it and kind of get with the program, but he's he's played well ever since then. Eclipse has played uh, really well. Hyper is the best fragger in North America, with the exception of Merc right now, because Merc's on a heater. And Mint is a pretty consistent player in and of himself. He can kind of take control of rounds and clutch. He's... Yeah, I don't know. This team, in my opinion, doesn't have a weak spot. All five of the players are top tier for their positions, in my opinion. Um, and they play TSM, and that'll basically be for who is the number one seed coming out of the first half of the season. Both those teams as well are going to be going to uh, the Invitational. So that'll be interesting to see if they kind of draw up against each other. I need to see. I, I looked previously at what the seedings are but i haven't looked at it recently so i don't know what the chances are of them running into each other or where it would happen <clears throat> but hey they uh dz looks incredibly strong i would not be surprised if they continued their winning ways they've got probably the longest winning streak in pro league they have not been beaten i think since uh back when they were still the 92 dream team beat them on the very first play day of season 10 that was, I believe, I think it was the very first play day. It was really early on in season 10. Um, the team that is now LG beat them pretty bad. They beat them pretty bad. Um, but ever since then, DZ has not looked back. They've tied at the very least. Yeah, they're looking like a powerhouse team right now. They are playing the way we thought they would uh, coming into this season. Sitting in the third place spot, we have... SSG. This has not been SSG's week. They tied E United and they lost to TSM, like I said earlier. The loss to E United, in my opinion, is kind of the big one uh, because that was another game where TSM looked really strong at points and then just kind of threw it away. They, they just couldn't close things out. They couldn't get that final victory. They couldn't get that seven points. They couldn't get those three points even. Um, so yeah, I really like this team. This is probably some of my favorite players in the game between Rampy, Canadian, Fultz, thinking Nate Bosco. That's just a stellar lineup. Fultz has looked really good since he was brought on last season. Canadian has really kind of, in my opinion, had a revitalization. I think that's right. He's had, he's had a real turnaround of his career, in my opinion. He's playing some of his best seeds right now on a bit more of a hard support on attack, and that allows him to be a lot more of an IGL and kind of frees him up to really um, <clears throat> make those calls for his team. He's a, he's a really good counter stratter, and being on that position allows him to do a lot of that because he's less worried about the fights themselves, and he's more thinking about... Um, the strategies and stuff like that. 
Rampy, still an incredible fragger. He wins his gunfights. Thinking Nade in Bosco. Bosco is the greatest smoke player that's ever lived. I think we can... Yeah, right? I think everybody agrees on that, right? Yeah, cool. Sweet. Uh, but Bosco, he, he's he's always played really well. He's always been a very consistent player. He may not make the big flashy moves, the big flashy plays, but he's very consistent. Same thing can be said about thinking Nate. He's a little bit uh, quieter of a player, a little bit uh, slower. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a very similar way to Laxing is, where Laxing is kind of a really slow player on defense, where he kind of lurks in the background and springs on you. That's the way I think thinking Nate. That's the best way I can think to describe him as a player in his play style. He's very methodical and very smooth. And in that smoothness, there is speed. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what happened this week. The, the tie to United was bad. The loss to TSM. Sure, they're the number one seed, so you, you can expect to lose, sure. But I know that that's not the, the, what they wanted. And so I, I expect to see them bounce back against Luminosity. Luminosity's not looked great, but we'll get more to them later on because up next we actually have team reciprocity sitting in did i not open up a team reciprocity tab oh i did but it's my very last one for some reason team reciprocity currently sitting in fourth place uh they are actually tied with space station in terms of points and round differential so it's actually a tie between the two but space station has the uh seven to three win over reciprocity so they get the third place spot over top of them reciprocity has made a massive turnaround from a one and two start to the season to now go three and oh over their last three games they've seven two evil geniuses i think we talked about that in the last podcast but they turned around and they seven one luminosity looked absolute they just took everything that they wanted from luminosity they took it and they had it and it was theirs we're not going to even touch on the tempo storm game that was a forfeit unfortunately um i think it was filthy had some internet issues and he was it was filthy your creators i can't remember one of them had internet issues and was unable to make the lobby within the time allotted and they were forced to forfeit the match so reciprocity gets the 7-0 over tempo storm it's a really sad kind of outcome for a team that is still searching for their first win i don't think this is a game that i would have this isn't a game that i would have expected them to win this isn't one that i would be like yeah this is their game to, to make their comeback. This is their team. Their, this is their game to turn this around on. This isn't. This wouldn't have been that game. But it would have at least been nice to see kind of a showing from them and hopefully start to make that turnaround because so far they've not looked good. We'll get more to them later, like I said. Um, reciprocity, though. Laxing, Fox A, Retro, Vertical, and Nyx. Vertical and Nyx have both been fitting in the past two games. They fit a lot better into the reciprocity lineup. Um, they've looked better. They both played just really at the top of their game. <clears throat> and you can really see the difference in reciprocity when those two are on fire with Fox A and Laxing. Because it allows Nyx to be aggressive on attack and passive on defense vertical aggressive on defense a little bit more passive on attack and then fox a tends to be a little bit more aggressive on offense and aggressive on attack laxing is a similar thing to uh vertical where he's passive on attack and 
aggressive on defense. It's given the team a really, really nice kind of interesting flair because you don't always see the same players being the aggressors. It changes as the side switches. You see who tends to have their foot on the gas come off and then somebody who was holding back all of a sudden comes in. Um, Foxe though has played incredibly well. I think this might be one of his better seasons. Retro in the last game did finally wake up a little bit. He's been doing a really good job of getting his plans down. I do want to make sure that you guys don't think that I'm, I'm trying to bash Retro because he's not getting frags. He's doing his job. Don't get me wrong. He's getting the plants down. He's getting walls open. He's doing a great job of doing his job. I want to see because we know we we know Retro can exceed his job we know he can go above and beyond his job i want to see that retro again because i really love him as a player i think he's undervalued and i think that he was out of pro league for way too long from winning the first invitational to getting picked up by beast coast that was way too long of a time he should have been picked up by somebody else a long time before that and so it, it makes me very very happy to see him back on a roster i'm a huge retro fan i know i was saying that he needed to wake up in my last podcast i'm saying now <clears throat> i'm saying i want to see him be the player that we know he can be not necessarily that he's playing poorly on to united united Ugh, my nose all stopped up. I apologize. I know I probably sound just like super nasally right now. Um, but United actually had a pretty good week for themselves considering how their, their season had been going. They tied Space Station Gaming. They tied Evil Geniuses. That was enough to move them up into fifth place. They have five points. That's the same number as Luminosity, but they have a better round differential, so they get the fifth place slot over top of LG. The Space Station game, they did a great job of containing that aggressive style and that that methodically aggressive style of Space Station gaming. And the Evil Geniuses game, they threw the final two rounds. They they had the chance to lock up a win, their second win of the season. And it just felt like they didn't capitalize. They didn't take the opportunity that was given to them. They kind of let Evil Geniuses back into the game. so yeah, I don't really know what else to say about United other than it's going to be interesting. Afama just got his uh, visa approved. He's in, back home right now getting some stuff settled there and then he'll be back in the States. And hopefully that means we'll be seeing him at the start of next half, at the start of the next half of the season. Heck, we might even see him at the... No, Monday. I doubt he'll be back by Monday. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how Alfama fits into the roster. Partially because Reed's been playing really well, and I don't know if Reed is who you drop. Reed was brought on as a stand-in for Alfama, but he's played as one of the better players on this team between him, Forrest, and Yeti. Those have kind of been the backbones, in my opinion. Grixer has had his moments. Uh, callouts similar to Retro has done a really good job of doing his job but not a whole lot of doing above and beyond. And in my, I, I believe that there is something to be said about when a player can go above and beyond their job. We saw it with Goga where Goga had a strict job, but he could go above and beyond. Um, we saw, we've, like I've said, we've seen it with retro in the past where he has this job, but every now and then you'll see him and he'll drop a two, three, four K just out of nowhere. And you're like, that's what I need. That's the retro I want. I want to see more of that from call out. Is he capable of it? That has yet to be seen. But yeah, I think the core of this roster at this point, in my opinion, going forward, 
is Forest, Reed, and Yeti. And Alfama. It's kind of up to the roster to make their choice of who else makes up the core. I don't like saying that. I don't I don't ever want to say that people need to be kicked from their roster. I'm just giving you all my opinion of what I think United's best uh, chance moving forward would be. And in my opinion, Reed and Alfama give you the best chance with Yeti and Forrest. So, yeah, that's just my thoughts. Luminosity Gaming had a very rough week. They got 1-7 by Reciprocity. And then they got 1-7 by Dark Zero Gaming. Slash has brought a lot of order to this team. This is a team that was once known as the 92 Dream Team. This is actually a team that at one point in Season 10 was the number one team in North America. <laughs> so what happened? Where, where did that go wrong? Well, we saw it actually happen in Season 10. They started to have a fall off because people started to recognize, hey, all they're doing is being aggressive. Just counter that and we're good to go. If we can win our gunfights, they don't have the strategies to back up the guns. Slash, in my opinion, has brought on a healthy amount of strategy to this roster, but I don't know if it's just caused the roster to be shakier in their fights or what, but they're not being as aggressive as they used to be, and it's starting to show in their games where they're just not taking fights that historically we see guys like Doodle Hyena and Richie take. Uh, oh gosh, I forgot Richie was one of their players. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, like fights that we would typically see these guys take, Factor and Slash would typically take, they haven't really taken those fights. And whether that's just because they're relying too heavy on strats now and there's not enough of the frag mentality, I don't know. We'll have to see going forward. The only game they've won was against E United. They did draw against TSM, so that's kind of a, that's a really good... Um, kind of outcome for them against the number one team in North America right now, but they do play Space Station and they've already lost 1-7-1-7 to the number two and the number four seed. So it'll be interesting to see how the number three seed fares against them. Oh, I forgot to... Who does Reciprocity play in the final play today? I think it's a United. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I just I thought about that at the last second. Um, but yeah, so they play Space Station in that final play day. Ugh. <sighs> I don't know. Space Station did not look good this past week. I think if that Space Station shows up, LG takes another win. LG takes their second win if the Space Station that we've seen for the past two play days is the is the team that shows up. I think if they turn around and they are the SSG that we saw the first little bit of the season, if they don't LG will probably end up in a 7-3. But I do think they will hold their own, if not outright win, against SSG if SSG continues to play the way they have. Evil Geniuses currently sitting in 7th place. Lost 2-7 to seven to Dark Zero and lost and tied 6-6 six, six against E United. It's not a bad showing, I guess, for Evil Geniuses to tie united who sits two spots above them so really i can't say too much and say that's too bad but losing 7-2 to dark zero oh man and like i said that was a game that dark zero easily could have 7 would in my opinion they could have 7 would that we never once saw evil geniuses play like the evil geniuses we know they are 
Evil Geniuses against United, the first half of that game played extremely well. They were aggressive. They were confident in their gunfights. NBK and Modiga both played fantastically, and they played out of their minds. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Forrest played out of his mind as well, and they were able to get the, the tie in the end for United. But that was the evil geniuses that we're used to seeing. That's the evil geniuses that we thought we would be getting this season. You know, NVK playing at that top level that we know he's capable of and young on those supports and doing his job and getting young is one of the best support players in North America and in probably in the world. But we have not seen that this season. And there's one big reason why. And I'm just going to say it like this. Somebody else is playing the support roles. Young is one of the best support players in the world, and yet somebody else was put on the support roles. So Young is being pushed onto more secondary operators. That's all I'm going to say on that. I'm going to go ahead and move on from Evil Geniuses because I honestly think Tempo Storm is going to beat them. I, I do. I think Tempo Storm is going to beat them. I think they're deflated after that tie to e United, and I think they, I think they fold. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Tempo Storm. It's an unfortunate week for them with the 7-0 loss to Team Reciprocity. They had a good showing against TSM, though. One of the reasons why I will be voting for Tempo Storm to beat Evil Geniuses. They actually had a solid showing against TSM. They 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 ended up losing the game 7-5. <coughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. I hate being sick. But yeah, they ended up losing the game 7-5, but that is really not a bad outcome and they only lost 7-5 to dark zero as well those are two of the top teams in north america those are two teams that you took to the ledge and almost tied with almost beat lg in my opinion is one of or tempo storm tempo storm sorry is one of the one of the oddest teams for me currently in the season of pro league because this is a lot of players that i really want to see do well speaking specifically to butters and the story that he's had i highly recommend uh i'm sure that there will be a esports scene i think that's the youtube channel who does all the documentaries on players they've done one on bolo and shiko i think butters deserves one in the stories he's had from rising up from being kicked out of his house to living on teammates couches to now playing in pro league he is one of my favorite stories that we've ever had in pro league and so this is a team that I really want to see do well. Unfortunately, they just haven't shown us that they're capable of it. Uh, Butters, Crazy Dream, Creators, and Filthy, they've each had their good games, but none of them have, have had a good enough game together to create a win. And I think that they have their best opportunity coming up against Evil Geniuses. This is a weak Evil Geniuses team. This is the weakest we've ever seen them. And they're coming off a really rough week of a tie and a devastating 7-2 loss. Evil Geniuses could be demoralized. I'd like to see Tempo Storm take this win and move into a tie for that 7th place spot. But yeah, that's going to do it for North America Pro League I'm going to take a break. Go blow my nose. I'll be right back. Give me a minute. Hey, what's up? So I'm back. Uh, 
I went and looked at the clock and it was already 11.17. I opened tomorrow morning, so I have to get up early, so I need to be heading to bed here in just a minute. I'm also realizing that this podcast is already 24 minutes long. Hey, that's longer than most of Actually, that's about average length for my podcast, so I'm actually not going to dive into EU or um, LATAM today. I get home from work tomorrow about 5 o'clock. I'll sit down and I will record... Uh, the EU one, and then I will take Sunday, yeah, Sunday, and record the LATAM one. Gives me some time to do some research on what's kind of been going on <clears throat> there, and hopefully get in a little bit of VOD viewing because I have not had the chance to really watch anything outside of North America. Uh, Europe happen, Europe and LATAM both happen when I'm at the peak times of work, so I'm at my busiest. <clears throat> Blowing my nose did nothing to help me. Oh, I'm dying. But yeah, so I don't really get the chance to watch too much of either of those. And it's really sad. I really love both of those regions. There's some teams that I absolutely love uh, between Vitality, uh, Not a Sinceri, Chaos, on the EU side, Phase, Ninjas, in Pajamas, Team Liquid are some of my favorite teams. I do love me some MIBR as well. I preferred them when they were uh, Immortals, though, because I love the Immortals colors. I love that teal uh, that they had. It's actually the chair. It's actually the color I got my gaming chair in. A little bit more blue in my gaming chair. But anyways, <clears throat> yeah, it's really sad because I don't get to, to watch enough of those. So I am going to focus just in this last remaining little bit on North America. Um, coming into this season... I think a lot of people did expect Dark Zero to remain in that top one to two spot. <clears throat> and a lot of people expected TSM to kind of be a top tier team. We weren't sure exactly where they would be with bringing in Geo. They've proved all the doubters wrong. They've got a full six points over second or third and fourth place. So they have looked absolutely fantastic throughout this season. <laughs> And they've, they've proven those that doubted them wrong, and they've shown up the expectation that I think a lot of people had for them and are overperforming at this point for where people thought they'd be. Space Station Gaming is about relative to where I thought they would be at the start of this season. I thought they would be a middle-of-the-road team in the upper, upper echelon of that. I don't know what it is about online play, but Space Station seems to struggle with it. They are an offline best-of-three team, similar to Reciprocity um, a couple seasons ago, especially when they were Cloud9. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, but yeah, they seem to struggle more on online games. And so they're, they're not performing up to the standard that a lot of people had for them coming out of making it to the finals at OGA pit winning the USN national. I think a lot of people expected more from them and they just haven't shown it yet. So it'll be interesting to see going forward. I don't think they'll make any roster moves. I don't think any of the top four teams make a roster move. I'll, I'll speak more to that here in a second. Um, but yeah, I think Space Station, if they can kind of get themselves into their on, their offline form in online play, they're going to be a scary team. They looked really, really good throughout USN uh, and throughout the OGA Pit tournament. So it'll be up to them to really decide their own fate and how things go forward for them. Uh, team Reciprocity 
sitting a little bit lower than I think a lot of people expected them to be. I think a lot of people expected them to still maintain that number two spot uh, with TSM being directly behind them and then Space Station Gaming. They have certainly seemed to have found they certainly seem to have found their rhythm over the past week and a half, week and a half or so, um, and have really kind of turned things around from where they were at at a one and two start to now go three and zero. Oh. That is a great turnaround from them. They've looked like a completely different team ever since then. I will say, if there was one team that I think would have a roster move, I think it would be Reciprocity at the halfway point. Um, I don't want to see this roster move, but I I could see the possibility of them replacing Retro with somebody else. I don't know who you would pick up to replace Retro. I think everybody at this point from the uh, old Rogue roster has been picked up or is on like a Challenger League team, I think. So I don't know who Reciprocity would even bring in at that point. So that's why I don't think it's going to happen, but... If there were to be a roster move, I think that would be the one that they would commit to. I don't think it'll happen. There's nobody, in my opinion, that's really available right now to really fill that spot. And two, you just had two big roster moves with Knicks and Vertical. You don't risk it going into the second half of the season when you're having a good run right now. You're on a good run. If they win their next game, they keep this roster together and they see how it goes the rest of the season. And if they fall off, then I think they make the roster move. United is playing better than a lot of people's expectations. I know a lot of people had them in the bottom too. Uh, so they are playing in, th- they're in fifth right now. So that's a little bit better than what a lot of people expected for them. Uh, personally with the roster moves, I wasn't sure how this team would perform. I think this team would be in a better spot if they had maybe kept one or two of, um, what was it? Abenai and Fozo that got dropped when they first made pro league. I'm not going to get into that drama, but I, I do think they would have been in a better spot if they had maybe kept one of them. But like I said, I think once Alfami gets on the team, I think they will have a good core. It'll just be up to them to kind of decide who they want to build that core around. I think that's the big question about United going forward is who are their kind of four core members. And I know typically it's a three core, um, typically because you only need three players to make up and maintain your pro league spot. I think that for their sake, I think they're actually going to end up with like a four player core unit. And then that fifth player will be kind of the one that will uh, be rotated out. Luminosity gaming playing a little bit under expectations right now. We weren't sure what we were getting with them. Like I said, they kind of had a falling off at the end of last season. We, we all thought that the, the bringing on of slash would do well for this roster, It seems like, in my opinion, it will do well in the long run, but right now it's hurting them a little bit, not because Slash is doing anything wrong or the team is doing anything wrong or they're doing anything bad. I think it's simply the fact that they're not playing like themselves right now. They're playing like Rogue. They're playing like the old Rogue roster, which Slash came from. They're playing way more strat-heavy than they used to, and I think it's taking away from this team's ability to win gunfights. Getting back to that ability and getting back to that level will go a long way to get Luminosity up those rankings and maybe into that fourth, third or fourth spot. Evil Geniuses is underperforming to an extreme. I, I don't, I don't really know if I can even say they're underperforming because a lot of people weren't expecting much from them with this most recent roster move. Trading out Gotcha for Geo. Wait, Geo for Gotcha. <laughs> 
did not seem to be the play as Geo has thrived on TSM and has moved into more of a support role, and that has allowed his other teammates to really step up and kind of take over games, knowing that they have a guy of the caliber of Geo to back them up. So say Merck takes a fight and he loses, he knows he's got Geo sitting on site. You're not winning that. Geo's a fantastic player. I don't think it was the right move to let him go. I think you should have paid him whatever he wanted to stay on that roster. I don't really know how uh, contracts work in Pro Siege, so that might be completely invalid. It might not be like football with free agency and stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't think that the gacha experiment is working for evil geniuses right now. Once more, similar thing. I don't know who you bring on. I think they would have a little bit more flexibility if gacha were dropped. I think they would have more flexibility than, say, reciprocity did dropping rec or retro uh because you have young who can move into that hard support role and then you're free to pick up a flex player or even a secondary support player somebody to give him a hand in the droning and stuff like that you already have necrox who kind of does a little bit of that uh but i do think they have more flexibility going forward of their roster and how they want to shake things up and i mean they can certainly do that with this current roster and changing up roles etc you know move gotcha onto a flex instead of the support move young back to the support i don't really know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes with these teams so it is always hard to speculate about stuff but yeah i i don't know what evil geniuses does going forward but something needs to change something needs to happen because they are not playing well at all tempo storm kind of a similar situation they're not playing well they are they are just struggling right now in this season. And I know Super has a lot to say about this roster, but I think it is a roster that does deserve to be in Pro League. They made it in by the skin of their teeth. Um, but they need to change something, whether that's roles, whether that's players. Something needs to happen within this team to really revitalize it and allow them to start winning games because they are losing right now and that's really all you can say about tempo uh obviously their last loss was not their own fault that was an internet issue so that sucks but they 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 haven't won yet they've tied that's the best they've done and i believe that was against united um yeah i i i i want to see something from tempo storm i want to see a shakeup on there i'm hoping that it is just a roll shakeup but I would not be surprised if Tempo, they're the only team that came in. Them and United were the teams that came into Pro League this season. They were the team that did not make any roster moves once they made Pro League. I would not be surprised to see them make uh, some this second time around. Just to see if they can shake things up and kind of change their fortunes. And hopefully get themselves into that sixth spot maybe. Um, granted, there's not as much to fight for this season because there are no relegations. However... For your own pride and for the possibility of competing in the season finals and the next major, you don't want to be those bottom teams. It's not a good luck to be the bottom teams. It's a hard, it's going to be hard to pick up players. It's going to be hard to pick up, you know, a good org. And tempo tempo has a good org right now. Don't get me wrong. But it is going to be hard to kind of find support when you're playing at the bottom. So yeah, you guys, I want to thank you all for listening. Thanks for being here. I appreciate your time. You're all beautiful, and I love your faces. I'll see you all tomorrow.